The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Fed can just print more money out of thin air, but the government's always going to be in debt to the Fed. Welcome to the Monday Night Master Debaters. I hope you all survived Thanksgiving, and I say survived from a caloric intake standpoint because most people eat and drink themselves into oblivion. And uh, you notice people start coming down with illnesses and all that fun stuff and might have something to do with our diet after Halloween and Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's and all that fun stuff. But hey, we got too much going on in the world to worry about health right now. So <laughs> we're we're gonna get to the important stuff. Like we got we got uh you know ex-Palestinian Israeli uh State Department officials getting arrested and charged with hate crimes. We got a another movie from the makers of uh what was the one with the children trafficking out of the shadows? that one sound of free- oh, out of the shadows or sound of freedom yeah that's yeah. it sound of freedom yeah. and then uh oh the best part i cannot wait to have you guys seen the alex jones video game no it yeah, is man. absolutely classic we're gonna have to go through that because it's like contra man, for conspiracy people yeah and then oh dude I found this thing and it is the wildest thing ever. Did you ever think you could make have jewelry made out of your jizz? Yeah. Ooh. I mean, not. I mean it, the corn has ruined your jizz, so. Dude, there are there is a woman who makes cummy bear necklaces and I we I saw that. that. Yeah. <laughs> dude, yeah. it's at a, it's outrageous, but oh man, we got Chris from Rained Out Rancast joined us tonight. What's up, man? What's going on, guys? Dude, you were talking before about all that crazy censorship shit, and you know, it, it's funny because I uh, here and let me play this. This it, you guys heard about the uh, the ex Obama, you know, U.S. State Department yep. official guy that being fucking ah, uh, dude. I sent this right over. The dude, he was being an asshole too. They were like kind of being assholes back and forth. Yeah, I sent this over right to Ghost because this guy's yeah. like cunt of the century we we used it we played it it'll be yeah. up tomorrow 
So, uh, so this guy here, Mr. Stuart Seldowitz, listen to this guy. You support terrorism. Listen, go. I'm not support something. No, you support terrorism. You're a terrible person. You kill children, not me. Go. My kids? What about my kids? You kill children, not me. Go. I didn't kill children. Okay, what I see here. You know why? If we killed 4,000 Palestinian kids, you know what? It wasn't enough. It wasn't enough. Go, go. What? Go. No, no. Muhammad was a child molester. Go. It says in the Hadith. You read the Hadith? Go. Do you I'm read gonna the Hadith? Call, I'm gonna call the police. How go. old was Aisha when, when Muhammad married? It's not your business. Go. No, I'm asking you. Go. She was six. And then she, he tried to have sex with her when she was nine. And her hair fell out. It says that in your own holy book. Go, please. No, no. You go. You go. What's your name? What's my name? Yeah. Muhammad. Your name Muhammad? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. That's kind of funny. Are you there legally? <laughs> go. <laughs> Why should I go? It's a free country. It's not Egypt here. Okay, I'm going to push the police. Go. Uh, the Muhabarat wants your picture. Okay, yeah, let go. Wait, yeah. man, he keeps coming back. Yeah. You know the Muhabarat? Hmm? The Muhabarat. No, I don't know. You don't know? I just speak English. No? Yeah, go, go. Yeah. Muhabarat in, in Egypt will get your parents. Go, go, go. Does yeah. your father like his fingernails? They'll, they'll take them out one by one. Yeah, let me in. Yeah, let me go, go. Why should I go? Why should I go? Tell me why I should go. He's a piece of shit. I'm standing here. I'm an American. I have free. It's a free country. It's not like Egypt. Just smile for me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> did you rape your daughter like Muhammad did? Hmm? Did you rape your daughter like Muhammad? I speak English. You only speak English? No, no English. No. You don't speak English. Yes. That's, that, see, that just shows how ignorant you are. Because you know, Muhammad was a rapist. It says in the, in the Hadith, in, oh, your, in your holy book. Oh, Muhammad. What? Oh, Muhammad. Muhammad, your, your prophet. You know who he is. My prophet? Yeah. He was a rapist. He raped Aisha. Does it say that in the Hadith or not? You know that? I do speak English. What? No English. You don't speak English? What do you speak? What do you speak? Do you speak Arabic? The language of the Quran? The Holy Quran? That some some people use as a toilet? <laughs> what do you think of that? People who use the, the Quran as a toilet? Does it bother you? <laughs> Does it bother you? Tell me the truth. And it's that cunty, cunty fucking like laugh of his right yeah, and, eating Clinton. yeah. and the thing is like yeah. I, I i put that this dude deserves some prison loving and people are like prison what are you a communist you want to throw him in jail for speech i'm like no i don't want him to go to prison i want street justice for this guy i want somebody to go up and just spin this guy's cap around because that's all he needs he the only reason he's he can do that is because he knows those guys are not going to do anything to him. Yeah, well, he's got he's probably getting sent to a re-education camp now. Maybe well, Jeffrey I mean, Hockles, one of her schools or something. Yeah, yeah I mean, uh, he he has York. every right to say that shit, obviously. Yeah. But but I mean, it would be great if he Which didn't one feel said they killed kids first. He did the the Jewish guy. 
that that cut in that cut in like mid conversation after he had you know talked about how they killed all these israeli kids was actually a mexican guy that would be ironic He's just <laughs> turns out he was serving burritos and this guy, but like he knew yeah. like these guys were Egyptian, like, and it was different carts. Apparently he had done this to multiple and these were only a couple that were filmed. And then he ended up getting arrested for harassment and threatening and shit like that. And like, I dude, I don't care. I don't want this guy to get arrested, like go to jail, go to prison for this. Burn I want him to fucking jail. face real justice you know i prison does nothing for pieces of shit like this he's probably got got the money to get out of jail you know oh yeah he's he's, he didn't go to jail did he's in new york dude doesn't he just like they fingerprint him and send him on his way right uh i don't know what did they do to him let me see here i I mean it's new york he just got to go to one one of Catherine hockle's inoculation information schools or whatever she's launching did you know they did a study for the the most the least free states in the United States of America that came out last week? Guess what the top two are? California, New York. Bing, bing, bing. I knew it. At least they're honest. Yeah. Well, what's funny is they released that study and immediately Hockle's sitting there going, yeah, we've got to uh, stop the hate speech. So we're sending a task force to start monitoring social media. Right. And then she goes, uh, uh, like what two days after that she goes oh yeah now we're we're starting a task force to go into the schools and inoculate the children with the right information so there they you don't... go yeah this is this is her right here oh, 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 oh. the one with the vaccine she's not wearing her vaccine necklace anymore so oh i was disappointed with that that was like a one-hit wonder but it was good while the director of division of homeland security and emergency services to develop media literacy tools for K through 12 in our public schools. This will teach students and even teachers to help understand how to spot conspiracy theories and misinformation, disinformation and online hate. Start talking about what we're seeing out there. Give the teachers the tools they need to help these conversations in school. And by teaching younger New Yorkers about how to discern between digital fact and digital fiction, we can better inoculate them from hatred and the spread of it and help prepare them for a very fast moving and often confusing world. Mm. I love that. I mean, they're doing it in California, too. So, Yeah, the digital fact versus digital fiction. That's the new way they're going to, you know, rewrite history like they did in 1984. You know, they're, oh, that was, that's digital fiction. And you see that now with, you know, uh, social media posts. You get these arbitrary people that don't have to, you know, stand by it saying that, oh, this is false information. And the quote unquote fact checkers flag it as false information or misleading information what's misleading you know like yeah, that's I mean, it, like what do they decide what is misleading enough to correct and what like because all they do is misinform they're informed. yeah <laughs> you see the they released photos from the when obama killed osama on <laughs> all day may 1st like 2013 
two, 12 or no, it was 12. It was before the Smith Mund Act. It was leading into the full on propaganda machine. But like they released pictures again, right? And they released the one of them sitting in the war room or whatever and Hillary going, oh, which was a fucking fake. I mean, like they and in the caption it even says it again that they fucking were in the war room watching Osama. Wait, Obama. Obama kill Osama. What? <laughs> Obama. It gets confusing, right? It does get confusing. Lots of Arabs killing each other. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. But that dude, like, like we were talking about, you know, It'd be nice always to get the full context of the video. I'm not sticking up for the guy. He seems like a total asshole. He deserves to get his ass kicked. We should bring back, you know, normal violence like that. Not murders and shit. But, I mean, this dude should be able to go out there and, and I don't rock know if you this guys, you don't. You guys don't go live out, do you, or nothing? No. We're in a no. weird spot when you say stuff like that. Like, I what? just had a dude just get arrested right down the road for probably saying something similar. Inside. We're saying that someone should be able to go and hit someone in the mouth if they're saying horrible things to them. Yeah. Well, that's where I, we're I, at right now. That's what's fucked up. And it is, Chris, because you even think about it. I mean, people are getting arrested for words. Yes. And and versus actual I violence. I was screaming about this last Tuesday. Yeah. Like, fucking because you have these, like, you guys know January 6th guy, the Q shaman. Right. He's blocked me now. We had him on the show. Right. New footage come out since we've had him on the show. Right. So baked Alaska shit come out and I spotted Jacob right away. Right. But he's in a suit. It's Jacob. It's not the fucking Q shaman on January 5th. But he's within distance of Ray Epps. Ray Epps and Jacob are in the same frame. Being filmed by baked Alaska. And all I did was put the video and go, hey, why were you here as Jacob? Right. And he fucking blocked me. Anyways. He keeps talking about he kept tweeting out about free speech. Well, I would take him in this thing about this dude right down the road from me and nobody unless they have a platform. Right. These all these alt media fucking free speech fuckers, unless the person has a platform like Owen Schroer or um, shit, baked Alaska, which he didn't even like nobody really. I guess they were. He's now back. Anyways, unless they have a platform for them to be on, they don't give a fuck. I even got a hold of this dude who ran for Congress here who had messaged me wanting me to help him with some shit. And I'm like, I don't think because he's a Christian lawyer, dude, right? They have this Christian lawyer thing. Well, I hit him up and said, dude, you're all for free speech and shit. Here's this. You guys are here right in the state. And he's like, uh, yeah, definitely is something we would take on but the context hmm. we can't touch it and it's like i don't give a shit what he said in the fucking in his words i don't give a fuck and that happens right there's untouchable things and you know sometimes people look into things and realize yeah rap lyrics are probably fucking horrible you know yep. and i probably have egg on my face on that but my thing is the we it's we're at that line now we're literally at that fucking line where now was it last Tuesday or the week before is when they passed that internet bill, which basically now gives them control. They get to decide what discrimination is. And if you look at all the countries right now, falling to pieces, they signed a fucking internet bill first. 
right? They had a 15 minute city conference and then they light on fire or there's riots or, you know, there's fucking paragliders swooping in the <laughs> war, you know? And uh, this is uh, Germany just announced, I think it was Friday, that they were going through kicking in doors of Hamas supporters, right? So Hamas support is what? Hashtag ceasefire. Mm. Hashtag fucking quit. This is, this Gaza. is the war on terror all over again. Yes, right? and we're the terrorists. Yeah, and it's anybody. Yeah, and that's that's the wild part. And that's what I noticed. I noticed that you get this fervor going, and then all of a sudden, it's us versus them. And well, dude, and I, this uh... this one now, it's bad because, like, yeah, if you are – and you're not – the craziest part is they love the way they – I love the way they play their word magic. You're not pro-Palestinian people. You're pro-Hamas. Or not you're pro, pro Israel stop killing each other. Yeah, you're it, it's Hamas. they don't let you be. Okay, I can't be for the people. I have to be for the terrorists or for no. the good guys. And we talk about this on the show. And I am am wake up. You know how like, well, I, I mentioned how we went from the Ukraine Russia shit, right? And Ukraine Russia can't understand a fucking word they're saying unless they're Sarah the from the TDF, right? Sarah the trans dude lady <laughs> for the trans defense force i think it is over there in ukraine anyways you can't fucking god damn it i just lost my train of thought because i was thinking of chris elliott when i think of sarah have you seen that lady yes yeah chris <laughs> elliott right yeah he, oh he, absolutely like, like chris elliott in a fucking wig dude. yeah you're talking about ukraine oh yeah you can't understand anything they're saying right so all the videos where like on Telegram, the video says, look at the the Russians are helping the villagers, you know, and you got to go, OK, I guess I don't fucking know. You know, that it's gibberish to me. And Israel. <laughs> you got to totally understand only one side, though. One side speaks completely perfect English when they need to. And <laughs> it's like in their propaganda so far, it fucking sucks. Like it's oh, horrible it's... as shit. <laughs> it, is it? And that's I have a question because you're you're good at spotting this shit have they just gotten that much worse or have everyone's you know tentacles so to speak receptors opened up to this shit and now instead of buying the propaganda you, you first question it and then work your way back i i don't know man i i think they don't give a shit you know it's we it's like i mean we are like They've started a holy war, right? I mean, I've always said, like, these people that are in control, right? They wrote the holy books for, you know, control, and then they're fulfilling the holy books, right? And in the Bible, it says that the darkness will come to the light, right? Not be brought to the light. And I got two different Bibles here, uh, and it says come to the light, right? It's not that they'll be drugged and brought to the light. They're going to come to the light and go, fuck y'all. You know, and that's literally what's happening right now. That is literally what's happening in every aspect of your fucking life, all the way down to your fucking circus and bread, man. Because, like, I used to be a huge football fan. I mean, I got Kansas City tattooed on my fucking arm, right? Nice. I haven't watched football in two years, right? I might have caught, like, some shit here and there, right? I can't tell you between fucking Taylor Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes who else is on the Kansas City Chiefs. You know what I'm saying? So, like, uh, now seeing just – it's so fucking rigged, 
right? When you step back and you're not paying attention to it, which, I mean, when you're a football fan, it's always rigged because you're like, ah, fuck, we fucking losing or whatever. But then when you step back and you, like, start seeing the shit, like, uh, especially with the betting and shit, and you see these spreads not getting fucking hit, and, and the online betting now is, like, fucking, what, like, 48 of 50-something, you know, 50 states. <laughs> and uh, you see that they have magnets in gloves for kids to train with, right? And it says on there, not allowed in high school and collegiate play, but it doesn't say NFL. Yeah. And then you find out NFL, uh, their gloves, as long as it leaves no residue on the ball, it can use any type of sticky technology, right? And so it's so fucking rigged. Everything is fucking bullshit, man. Anything you you consume on the black. Black, oh yeah the black mirror is absolute fucking bullshit you know well right i just focus I... on the football because at thanksgiving my father-in-law he's watching the detroit packers game i think was on mm. and uh, i was like yeah this shit is so you know it's rigged and then they're mock you for it right that's the mocking bird part right so soft disclosure is the canary the bird the songbird part right so they fucking blah 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 and then they mock you for it so like they literally are showing like cheating in the NFL. Roger Goodell says, Hey, this year's script writers wrote, he's standing up in front of everybody and he says, This year's script. And then the beginning of this season for the opening, they have key or peel. I don't know which one's which. One of yeah, the, I can't tell them apart either. The bald one. He, he's sitting at a table and they're doing script writing with players and shit like that. You know, it's all scripted. And I, I show my father in law, I'm like, Look, they're telling you. And laughing in your fucking face. They open the season by laughing at you, mocking you. That's the mocking part. Yep. The bird part is when they're songbirds and, like, you know, you get, like, a Tucker Carlson that fucking, he's singing like a canary, you know, telling on the media and what the fuck they're doing. But then they turn around and just mock us for it, you know I mean? Well, and they're making big money off that. You know? I mean, it was funny because uh, I, w- I was watching the Alabama game this weekend, and they – ended up winning on like uh four it was fourth and 31 and they got a touchdown and huge money yeah well then the crazy part happened after that and a lot of people missed it was after that when auburn got the ball back they threw a pick six as time expired and a and as they went to commercial or you know followed the celebration it was 33 to 24 well then all of a sudden Somewhere along the way, they erased the touchdown. Well, what it turns out, that killed Alabama's over. And then it also killed the fourth quarter over. So mm-hmm. there's two huge gambling hits that were taken away. And and who knows if he stepped out. I mean, Vegas they always wins. Man. Yeah, they ruled it a touchdown on the field. And then all of a sudden, next thing you know, boom, no, no, no touchdown. Yeah, I mean, yeah man. They control every fucking thing. There was a real interesting thing with mean. There was a wild thing with the UFC with uh, Israel Adesanya um, losing to Sean Strickland. He was the most parlayed fighter ever that night in UFC history. Everyone had like their parlays anchored to Israel Adesanya. Every single person betting. Yeah, he, he was the number one parlayed fighter ever that night. And he loses to a dude that was not supposed to beat him you know what i mean like that's a big night for the house at that point yeah 
Wow, I didn't realize that. Look at look at the uh, the parlay. I'm not a better, right? We don't have online gambling here. But is it the parlay, like the side bets or whatever? No, those then are prop stack bets. Them. Prop bets, or you know, they have them where like you can bet on whether Dana White's gonna wear a button down or a fucking t shirt. Yeah, yeah, that's a prop. Prop. Yeah, and it's like, what the fuck, dude? Like, can't he just like look at it and then change shirts? Yeah. You know. Yeah, they did that with the debate. They were like, what colors Trump's tie going to be, right? But yeah, parlays, uh, rant, if you care to know what they are, it's like kind of what Matt was saying there when you stack multiple things together. So like, let's say tonight I want the Vikings to win, and then on Thursday I'm picking a team also to win. Both those things have to hit for me to get any of my money. That's what a parlay is. And you can do it with, I mean, you can do 100-leg parlays. as As you add layers to the parlay, the odd, you know, the the uh, percentages increase, you know, of your win exponentially. There was yeah. exponentially. who uh, drove four hours or something to meet Butker, the kicker for Kansas City. I don't know when this was. Was this year? Or last? I don't know if he's still kicking for him, the butt kicker dude. They're, but uh, because he lost a hundred thousand dollars on like a parlay bet because he missed <laughs> the last field goal and didn't cover the spread. Oh, dude, there's guys out there that put like 25 cents down on like a 25 leg parlay that could cash out to like 50 grand. And so I've heard a couple of them hit, but so one of them, I forgot. Let me see see which one it was because I I, want to see it was either a 50, was it a 25 leg parlay? Oh, what's crazy is, I mean, the parlays are nuts, but dude, the fantasy sports is wild. Every week, every single week, there's someone that puts $3 in on a fantasy league in DraftKings and takes home a million bucks. Is that real or is that just they're feeding people that shit to keep them moving? I mean, it's like uh, when you're, yeah, you know, people can be doing like, I don't fucking check this out. So this guy uh did a 25 leg parlay so it's 25 bets he bet 25 dollars to start and he won 237k okay it's possible i mean it happens but yeah i, I thought the same thing as soon as i like thought it because there's big ufc thing, you know yeah there's big ufc parlays that hit um that i'm always paying attention to I have gotten really close to getting 10,000 off of $8 before. And, you know, it didn't, didn't hit. Um, but you can see how it works. Like you can see when you, when you're at, when you're leading the board in one of those fantasy drafts, and then you can see what happens when you drop down, right? Like you can see why this dude was beating you now. Um, you can track what they're doing. And and so the, I mean, it, it seems legit, but at the same time, the all that they see on the week, right? You're talking, are you talking NFL on the fantasy stuff? You can do fantasy with any sport, but oh, I do it with UFC. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. they can't change their – they can't change – yeah, they can during the fights, can't they? Can they change yeah. their – Well, they can change odds, but your odds are set before the match. You know, even though the odds may change during the match, you you lock in at a certain – Start gambling. Yeah. It's fun, and, dude. That, and you that's can what's bet me in a football. You, you can bet in game now, which is even crazier. So you yeah, can bet, yeah, dude. There is so much money involved. Yeah, it's 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 absolute. Yeah, everything's rigged. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, I'm right. convinced it's rigged, but it's still fun to bet. I will say, it's and, a and blast. In, yeah, absolutely. So you want to talk fun? 
check this shit out. We talked about it in the intro. This is the Alex Jones video game. Alex Jones made a video game. This game is mostly peaceful. Little Dr. Fuker has hatched a plan to turn everyone into a gay frog by injecting you with an mRNA LGBTQ tadpole technology vaccine that depletes your testosterone and turns you into a rainbow amphibian. <laughs> Are these scientists with vaccines? Oh my fucking God, what is this? Paul McCartney died 50 years ago. What? But the moon landing was a hoax. <laughs> I can't believe this. Virgin billionaire? I'm going to lower the world's population. <laughs> <laughs> and he shoots this money at you. Right? Oh, I destroyed him. I beat him. <laughs> I thought no, it's you did real. computers, Libtard. He might be. Ah, Dr. Fuker? Nice. Wait, there's Doc. It's Fauci, of course. Epstein. No. Save the babies! Dude, I'm fucking. Dude, I'm getting farmed by Bill fucking Clinton. Are you kidding me? Wait, I'm here to save the poor innocent babies. <laughs> okay, so what I thought this. this I thought it was bullshit, and so, but it gives a website, and you go, and it's legit, dude. You can pay seventeen seventy six. Nice. And uh, yeah, and they have an official trailer. Minute, get it on Apple and on. I mean, it's kind of it's a good idea. It's cool. I mean, I I was wondering because you know Kim's really into coloring books right now, like adult coloring books. And it's like, dude, there needs to be more like conspiracy themed shit out there. Like, I know Paranoid American makes some cool coloring books too, but like, yeah. this shit needs to be sold in stores, dude. Yeah, fucking yeah, Paranoid America and the comic thing. Dude, this yeah, dude, make some cool stuff. This idea for a fucking conspiracy comic of hat, not the conspiracy part for twenty years, but the comic part for twenty years. I just built the conspiracy part around it. In the last like four years, but yeah, he makes cool stuff, man. It's like eight thousand fucking dollars, so I have to sell my fucking Harley to do it. Yep. Even if I get one issue, physical copy. I'll That's it. No. Uh, oh. What it, I mean, it costs about what five to eight, well, between three to eight, to do it, and uh, yeah. Yeah, it's expensive, man. He was telling me the prices. We're working on a collaboration with, uh, like, some Adrenochrome merch. Mm -hmm. um, and he tells me the prices for these, and I'm like, fuck, man, everything is so expensive. But the stuff is so page. cool. Yeah. What's that? Well, I mean, on the comic side, 200 plus a page on color. You know, I mean, it takes quite a while to draw those. Yeah. No, I mean, anything that's going to be, you know, good is going to be expensive. And, you know, dealing with small companies and shit, that stuff goes up. Unless you're ordering, really you know, the, millions the of units. Indiegogo thing. I mean, Tripoli's, it is Tripoli doing it. His has raised 15 or 16K in three weeks or so. Well, he has a pretty wide follower, you know, following group. Yeah, but Paranoid America seems to be growing as far as what he's doing, publishing. Just yeah, yeah. It's not oh, a absolutely. level of Ripperverse, but And what's what's Sam raising the money for? For his comic. He's got a which it, it's like 
his comic, mine and his have the same premise, and I've literally messaged the dude at turn. I can't remember his name now. Thomas. 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 And with my idea, just a kind of a nutshell idea. And then the next day they launched Sam's and I read the synopsis thing of it. And it's like, it's not like mine, but just like kind of the idea of them. Every fucking house they go to is a new conspiracy <laughs> type thing. Yeah. It's like, oh, fuck. Like, this is the first time I've ever fucking told my idea for one. And then the very next day they dropped the indigo and it's like, holy shit. We're kind of similar, but not because his is PG. It's supposed to be PG for kids. It's about twins, you know. Yeah, and uh, mine is not PG. About <laughs> a bong and a toaster. So yeah, I don't know how well, or you know, like how many parents are going to buy a conspiracy book for their kids. Well, they right. aren't sold fifteen grand worth. So yeah, but that's. Again, it's a it's a very I'm saying publicly like big you're not, there's a very niche audience. Let me put it that way. Yeah, at the moment there's a niche audience, but like I was watching Jim Brewer's new special today, and I noticed like because he was doing these, he was dropping like live stuff all the time once a week I think, and he was doing little clubs and stuff, and now he's doing bigger and bigger theaters you know with the content he's because he's just ripping the fuck out of mask wearing everything oh fuck dude like you know and a lot of people are going there's people that go to a show because of goat boy and some people who don't even know you know he's uh not turned into but you know he's quite conservative if yeah you will <laughs> you know <laughs> But him growing and everything kind of growing. But it's all probably pogo shit, you know. Uh, <laughs> Ryan, you turned me on to the pogo thing. and I played that whole 25, 28-minute fucking audio of David Goldberg on my show last week. Yeah, it's interesting, man. You found a lot of shit with that that I didn't really know yeah, about. It was go, just something kind of interesting. I had to go to Russia to get it. So... Like a Russian website? You had to go to Yandex mm. to get it. So, but like I had said on my episode, like, I don't know if it's real, if it's not real or whatever. It's just the fact you take something like that. And you look at like Phil Cooper and everything he's been saying and fucking what's going on. It's like, fuck, dude. Now you look at like in Germany, they're talking about kicking in doors for support of Hamas, which is anti-Semitism, right? Because they now have control of these these internets where it's a broad giant huge rush of discrimination like the un was it who tried to create some sort of internet bylaw i think it was and they can't define discrimination so now you just have this huge brush that you can and you know new york passed that uh uh shit quarantine law that they were talking about last year but that was in the fucking works from 2015 where for anything illness they can come and just swoop you up and lock you up indefinitely and it's like just because it might be a danger to public so when you look at mental illness and stuff like people posting online or saying the wrong thing they i mean is that 
a point where they can kick in the door and go, well, you have a mental problem. You're a danger to that's a red flag law, but they're taking it to another fucking step in New York. The number one less free state, least free state in the U.S. By the way. Well, and I can speak to it firsthand as, you know, I was living on the border, basically, of New York State at the time that this hit. There was a mass exodus from the city, lower Westchester, into Connecticut to get away from it because they saw it coming. They're, they knew there. there's no way this is getting any better. And, and that uh, fucking city's gonna fall into the ground at some point. Well, what what's eventually gonna happen is is you're gonna have some sort of uh, terrorist attack on the bridges, and people aren't gonna be able to leave, and supplies are gonna be tough to get there, and you're gonna be trapped, you know, unless yeah, you can get on the ferries. It'll be a precursor to when the Missouri River dams fail. Yeah, and what that'll be like. Yep, because when those fail, holy shit. Don't tell the Hamas people about that. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> someone someone back in, I read this back in 2010 when the flooding was going on on the Missouri River, but someone had wrote a thesis or something, you know, basically a rundown on what would happen if there was a terrorist attack on the dams on the Missouri River, right? The ones from Yankton going up. I think there's six dams. And it would cause an inland tsunami. It would cut the United States in half. Yeah. And the loss of life would be crazy. They said it would kind of equate to back in, I think it was around 1812 when the Mississippi ran reverse for three days because of the New New Madrid earthquake. Yeah, but this would, uh, there's six dams from Yankton, South Dakota up. And they oh yeah, flood. this would flood that whole plains all they the way down. More water than the Great Lakes. Yeah, and they're they're fifty years too old, out of use. But like, how do you make new ones? Because they're they're hydro hydraulic hydro filled uh water, berms, so they're just dirt. If water ever crests over them, it'll just they'll tear down. It'll create a domino effect, and. Because some of them are like 200 feet high, you know, and the whole, that's a whole wall. And behind that is just water as far as you can see to the edge there. The flatted. Well, if if the uh, powers that be have their way, they can, uh, you know, use that to bring in their their version of the flood. That's it, what Q it, was it, talking about with uh, watch the water. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> The one of 75 times. I think remember in 2021, right? We were talking about it where, uh, or or, yeah, where it was like, uh, they're poisoning the water, you know, they're doing this to the water. Yeah. That snake venom shit they were putting in. They were going to vaccinate the water, all this shit. There's so much shit always going on with water that that statement can just be carried on for forever. Watch the water. Matt, was it you that posted the primary water thing? Yeah. Was it the where that new creek or new yeah, creek or spring or whatever popped out of the ground? Yep. And the that like holy shit because then I went in and I looked and like dude, we got a primary water source right up uh, in the Ozarks here that's pumping out four hundred and something million gallons a fucking day, right? And wow. there's one in Oregon that pumps out four hundred and something million gallons a day that feeds the Day River, right? The Day River, it is a tributary of the Colorado River, but if it wasn't for this primary spring feeding it 
you would not it would not stay filled all year. It would dry up during the dry time, but it is filled at all times because it's primary water that's that's loading this. I watched a an hour long documentary from like nineteen eighty something, right? Of this old dude who's been to like thirty something different springs primary spring i mean you can literally go right to the one in missouri put your mouth to it and just drink out of the five, 400 yeah. million gallons just yep. the two the one in oregon feeding the i think it's oregon feeding the day river and the one up in missouri it's 800 plus million gallons a day of pure h2o brand new yeah living water now i have a question where you guys are are there? Do you know of any towns that were intentionally flooded in Arkansas and shit? Yeah, um, I don't. I would assume so because the Arkansas River is pretty wide, and but I don't know of any. Because I know, like my hometown from Connecticut, the lake that you know spans a couple towns now yep. is man-made. They they flooded it out, and I guess if you go scuba diving down, you can go. There's still a church down in the bottom of it. And then oh, over over in Barkhamstead, Connecticut, is the same thing. I was reading about it, and they basically, back in the 1800s, chased these farmers out, stole their land, you know, gave them pennies on the dollar for it, and then flooded it and, you know, dammed it up. what would have to happen if they were to fix the dams on the Missouri, right? I mean, because it's the only – the things would have to be pre-built, and then you'd have to release – yeah, or, or you'd have to go upstream and stop it, you know, dam up. no the... upstream, you know, once you get up to, to uh, I can't remember the top one, but it's so huge. Yeah. You know? it's yeah so oh, it's huge. massive. Yeah, I just. All six it, of them. Yankee. That's like a that's like a Hoover Dam times six project, right? Yeah, they're, oh, yeah, man. I used to call the Army Corps of Engineers and be like, you know, it's not the pallid sturgeon that you let these these things these reservoirs fill up and then knowing that the snow is coming because i always check the the snow falls in montana every spring to see what the flooding's like in montana what the snowpack is like up there how fast it's melting because then you get an idea of the flooding i'm gonna they're gonna get in like my hometown and then you can look at google earth and see right where the water is going right through the scar of the earth because right where i'm from I mean, it's an old fucking town, right? It used to compete with Chicago for the biggest stockyards and shit. The flat, or I mean, the L train is in Chicago, right? That's the elevated train. It actually came from Sioux City, Iowa, because they had it first, and then they decommissioned it. Someone bought it, took it to Chicago, and it's still, like, running today. No kidding. Wow. But at that point, there's a bend <laughs> in the in the uh, river, and there's a bluff where they have an obelisk that's for jo- Saint, or Sergeant Floyd, right? from the uh what's the excursion between the guys walking up the missouri god damn it now i can't think you're not talking about lewis and clark are you lewis and clark yes the only death they had was sergeant floyd so (laughs) coming to sioux city at the very top of the bluff is a is an obelisk for sergeant floyd right but from that bluff if you go up to the obelisk and then look across into nebraska you can see the other bluff which is like uh 15 miles away or something like that. The river used to touch the two bluffs. You know, when Lewis and Clark came through, they had said that the fucking, the river was from bluff to bluff. Hmm. But it was in most spots, it was only 10 foot deep. 
for the most, but the Missouri River is like fucking crazy raging. It's one of the fastest moving. Like when you see those guys who uh, go diving for looking for cars and shit when they take the boats and they find the car and then they, they, they did one up, I think in South Sioux across the river, uh, river there where I'm from where they, when they got in the water, they're like, holy shit. I don't know how we're supposed to even get down there because it's, it's moving so fast. But you can see on Google Earth where right there, Nebraska, Nebraska, this town is a, is a, in a lake bed. It's in a lake bed. And when it was flooding, they knew the water was coming and they let the rich in North Sioux, right? That's where uh, Tyson headquarters and shit used to kind of be one of their headquarters. They're all rich. So they gave them all the sandbags and all the shit they needed to be able to fucking sandbag up their houses that they built on sand dunes. Right, some dude bought all the sand dunes from the river and sold these people sand. It's fucking crazy. That's pretty <laughs> genius. That's brilliant. It's fucking like, dude, like they have basements, foundations in it's fucking crazy because they gotta backfill it. But the water's coming and they're sandbagging. They have people in Iowa volunteering the sandbag and they're filling all these sandbags and then they tell them we can't give them to south sioux where the water is definitely going to fucking destroy everything because it's going to just refill the lake right you can see the lake print that the whole town is sitting in well it's so, like new orleans right yeah being in a lake bed like in a yeah bowl, yeah you know? in the bowl yeah yep. and all the cities along the missouri it's like that in you know because they all built the cities along the rivers like when i think about omaha and the world's fair uh and how i think it was 2.5 million people went to the omaha world's fair right and it's like like howdy says is like where'd they all stay and how'd they get there and stuff and it's like i don't know where the fuck they stayed but how they got there i mean it was on the missouri river you know so i mean there was yep. a lot of fucking boat traffic you know? that's yeah. what people don't realize the amount of boat traffic back in the day yeah, that's I mean, how you got around. It was either boat or train, you know, the whole horse and buggy shit. That's well overrated. Yeah. And, you know, um, yeah. With the, if the Missouri did flood, if it, if the dams went out, it would, it would knock the bridges out all the way down the Missouri. And if it could make the bend at Kansas city <clears throat> and get to St. Louis and it was able to push down the Missouri, it would literally cut the United States in half. If it links up with the Mississippi, forget about it. Yeah. Yeah. They both link up at St. Louis. Yeah. So that's another precursor to if it's going to flood. Usually the middle floods last. Yeah. Like it'll start flooding in in New Orleans and up Mississippi and stuff. They have that fucking rocket making or that rocket cloud making machine on the Mississippi. Yeah. And they cut the dredging of the mouth of the Mississippi in half the dredging funding the Army Corps did fucking 13 years ago right so they don't dredge near enough now at the mouth of the river so it's building sediment constantly which causes it to back up naturally right so you already have a slow of flow coming out of the mouth of the mississippi and then you have all this water coming in when they start flooding and you get these crazy snow packs up in the mountains where they can make snow it's so they just... can literally create the snow they can and then well... in montana also has an in uh rocket engine uh uh, testing site you know when it shits out the clouds and they yeah. go up and just go massive and just, clouds like yeah. and it's loud as fuck too yeah. right up on the beginning of the missouri there's one and then at the mouth of the mississippi there's one 
and then they cut the dredging so it slows up that whole thing well and the, the crazy part about all that chris is you're talking about you know them not dredging like it, it, and they yeah. had done it previously they know they need to do it it's like what they do in they california the they well the yeah it's like what they do in california where they weren't burning enough right. uh before yeah and and so they just let this stuff gather and it's a collection it's a tinderbox and gee we might have some sort of thing that could start a fire possibly right or puts me out here yeah or hire some people to start a couple fires and they end up collecting you know it's just it's all this negligence Right. And you look at this this whole fucking country and we've gone to the point of idiocracy where you have the, you know, guy that supposedly sleeps at the White House up on the podium telling us that, in you know, inflation is low when and, and that, you know, your dollar is getting more than ever now. But I can't get go to the grocery store without spending 50 bucks. And that's on one bag of groceries, you know, like they just told us, you know they're parading around that what the uh inflation's down 60 something percent like biden said that like are you out of your who the where what what the fuck are you talking about yeah. dude 65 percent from 60, what yeah from 160 percent like what the fuck are you talking about it's not even like what made up crazy shit you know because it's just this constant gaslighting this constant fucking they're just lie right to your fucking face they don't give a fuck there's no accountability for it you know, I mean, January 6th is one of the biggest fucking like uh, examples right now. I mean, when they call it the 9-11, that's because it's the biggest like fucking cover up ever. Not like the damage like 9-11. It's the biggest cover up since 9-11 and it's in 4K. Yeah. Well, and, and finally, you got some more of the footage, too, recently, yeah. which which again you're not seeing it on the on the uh, corporate media though, no, which is I'm hilarious. Trying, I'm, trying, I'm trying to get Baked Alaska on the show, but I he seems to have shut down after that uh, Truth and Media three part come out because he went to prison. You know, yeah. and literally he's telling Ray Epps like "fuck off, dude, get yep. the fuck out of here," and then Ray Epps leans into him and goes, "You know, we need to we need to storm it." Yep. And like, what the fuck, dude? That's the term they use throughout and they still use today. And then you have Liz Cheney. She knew this. She sits up there, lot, looks right in the camera, fucking lies. There's no accountability for it. She's sitting at that one uh, university and the dude gets up and he's like, hey, man, uh, Ray Epps was seen like multiple times telling people to go into the cap. He's pretty much the only person seen except for this other lady saying, go in, blah, 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 you know. And fucking going around to groups of people and telling them, and Liz Cheney just sits there and goes, yeah, it's a conspiracy. Poor old Ray Epps, you know, he's a Trump supporter just like you guys, and he didn't, you know, like, he didn't do anything, and you're 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 attacking him. You got all these uh, – I'm going to put an edit together of all the people who victimized poor Ray Epps. Oh, that like – Two hours yeah. long, you know? <laughs> that guy's he's like the only one that they don't really want to prosecute, it seems like. You you mentioned the Q shaman. I don't know. You said yep. I mean, it seemed like you were talking with the dude a little bit. Well, we had him on the show. And what uh, do you think of him? Do you think he was legit or do you think he was that's kind what of I'm part saying is we had him on the show. My thing is I kept wanting to uh, 
hit on the ritual part of it, right? Because he gets out of prison, he gets on fucking Twitter, and right away he's talking about how his shaman outfit is like ritualistic, and it really, you know, it matters, and you know, it, it's it it's very sacred and shit. And the first fucking interview he does, he's shirtless like a Burt Kreischer, right, with the fucking shitty horns on his head twisted over they're fucking like falling off face paint on like a fucking clown talking about the mockingbird media and operation galadio and you know like again baked alaska ray epps and jacob chonsley are from the phoenix area okay the three main characters from the phoenix area all on film together the night the day before Baked Alaska only seems like the most realist of the three. Like he's the one who got seriously fucked. Now, who's the Jacob that you're talking about? Hugh Shump. I thought that was Jake Angeli. Jake Chonsley. Chonsley's his name. Jake okay. and Ch- Angeli Chonsley. Jacob Chonsley. Okay. Yeah, it is interesting that they're all from Phoenix. I when wasn't... he was on the show, oh, yeah. I kept pressing about the cult stuff because I'm like, dude. You went, you know, you like, I said, how did you get in there? You know? And he goes, well, you've seen it on the film. And I was like, yeah, we've seen that part. But like, how did you get to the fucking front? Right. And then you are like one of the first ones. One of the first ones in. And then you're fucking beelined right into the fucking Senate chambers. Right. And he goes, well, the police asked me to help them because I had the bullhorn. Right. So you go through the door. First thing, you're beelined to the photographers. So you're standing in the thing. One dude's doing this one, you know, he's got his hands up, but that is another like occult. Uh, I got my fucking Duncan book over here. It's one of the occult Hermarum Biff fucking things. You got the horned one, you know, with the right there, all the photographers to take the pictures. And then they beeline him right into the fucking Senate chambers, which is where the throne is, which is where the rituals happen, which is where they send your fucking sons and daughters to fucking die, you know? Yeah, the rotunda, right? right? Yeah. Yeah. So. He tells us, you know, in the Tucker Carlson videos when they're leading him around that the cops asked him to get people out because he had a bullhorn. But then the videos I have of him walking into the Senate chambers, he's not doing that at all. Right. But I didn't know what I had was the fool. And now that the, everything's come out, it's the fool. I even have the when the people come through the door of stage left there because uh, that's what is going on. I mean, you got cameramen yeah. up on top of him. But. When they burst through that door, he doesn't pick up his bullhorn. So he's bullshitting right there. And then there's some point in the the um, thing where he says, you know, I'm just an actor playing my part. You know, he kept re- referencing himself to a piece of rice in schematics, right? Or cymatics, right? So he's just a piece of rice on a piece of metal that's being vibrated and just going where he's supposed to go, dude. And then the next day, he announces he's going to do a podcast about the occult symbolism at J6 because he knows the truth. But just kept fucking rain dancing around everything I was talking about with the occult shit, which after seeing he was coming out with that, I can see why he rain danced around it because he knows I knew what I was talking about. I mean, you fucking were let in. You sat at the throne. You're in the third uh, Solomon's third temple, right? You sit in between the pillars. The fucking horned one sits at the fucking throne. And then there's a blood ritual because Ashley Babbitt, let's face it, that was fake bullshit. Have you seen the Woo's News piece on that, Ashley Babbitt? No. Dude, he does a breakdown of like every angle, every camera, every 
fucking piece of footage from the moment a- Ashley Babbitt jumps up, gets shot, and then gets carried down the stairs. And it is, dude, it's fucking bullshit. Like she didn't die, you're saying? Oh, dude. Yeah, yeah I didn't. check out the Woo's news piece. We had that guy on. Oh my god, that was so fucking weird. Because no, like, I'm with you. I, I I'm a hundred percent there. I haven't yeah. seen the piece, but I oh, dude, didn't think dude, that she played died. The, we played the whole thing on AM Wake Up because we were gonna play a little bit of it, and it's like um 15 minutes long, it might be like 20 minutes, but it's really just focusing on like 10 minutes or something, 12 minutes. And compact. I mean, it's focusing on every little aspect. Like you watch the glass pop out, right? So like when they're up against the glass, all of a sudden it just pops out and falls. Yeah, and like falls right on the ground, yeah, dude. And like when it's broke, when he breaks that down on that Woo's news thing, it's like holy. Everything wrong with January sixth is the main one, and then someone might have took just the piece of the Ashley Babbitt and then cut that out and made a whole another one. Rumble. Well, just how much they mentioned her name, man. And like, I was getting tired of hearing her name because, you know, I don't, it's just a strange, it was it, all these different talking heads, you know, the uh, Tim Cass dude and like all these different people are just Ashley Babbitt, Ashley Babbitt, Ashley Babbitt. And it's like, yeah. dude, at a certain point, there's a lot more people getting way more fucked than Ashley Babbitt. Like if Ashley yeah. Babbitt really Ashley did get Babbitt's shot, hanging out on a fucking island somewhere, probably hanging out with fucking Epstein. I don't fucking know. Anything. Or got a little face, uh, face reconstruction or well, something. Fuck, but I can't even remember what the what she looks like. You know, like yeah, no one can. Watching her, the Woo's news piece. I'm like, man, I can't even remember what she looks like. You know, I mean, Ashley Babbitt, Ashley Babbitt. That's all I heard. I mean, you kind of get some glimpses, but she looks like the average, you know, white chick, white, white Trump shirt wearing chick, right? <clears throat> And yeah, yeah, I mean, the whole thing, yeah, people should not let the J6 thing go right now, especially because, like, they have, you know, they had that thing in Colorado where they're trying to get Trump off of the ballot, right? So they, they're bringing in, like, Daniel Hodges, one of the, uh, which is ironic, that's my brother's name, but <laughs> they bring in this Capitol Police officer, Daniel Hodges, right? who he's sitting there, he gave testimony, he got like beat up and he was all fucked up, but all the pictures afterwards, he doesn't have a mark on him, but he's like crying. And I, there's a three minute video of him calling J6ers terrorists. Every time he mentions it, he's told to mention them. So I took that thing and I broke it down to just 50 something seconds of 19 times he says terrorist, terrorist, terrorist. And he's like crying, he's like, and the terrorists were singing God bless America. You know, it's like, what the fuck, man? Like, this is so ridiculously fucking scripted. It's just so gross. It's so gross and blatant. And then Liz Cheney and them get to have a fucking primetime thing and get to mock us, right, by having their little fucking shindig with the the committee and they get to take your money and steal your fucking money and laugh at you on primetime and fucking, like, the only Trump supporter in the world that they've ever given leniency to is Ray Epps, the one guy saying, go into the Capitol. And well, and what did that do? Said, that 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 tool served so many purposes, but the one was now you couldn't question the integrity of the election. Yep. But now you can. Yeah. Facebook announced that you can you can question the elections now, guys. It's okay. Yep. But at the same time, you have the shit going on in Georgia where the Ruby Freeman stuff is dropping now. Like she won her case against uh, Giuliani for defamation, but 
with through that case, then there's fact finding, right? Like back in twenty, it might have been the end of twenty or twenty, the end of twenty one, maybe when the first uh, not, uh, body cam audio of Ruby Freeman, the poll worker in Georgia, came out, and everybody's like, she got arrested, you know, and people are like, she didn't get arrested, and like the media says she didn't get arrested. And it's like, where the fuck did this? audio come from well now they released the 911 call where ruby freeman is calling up saying there's these white dudes at my door they want to talk to me they said the time's up i've got to get a lawyer and stuff but they're white dudes i don't trust them i need someone here so i can talk to them and they're like are you are they threatening you are they no they left their card with their number and stuff right like that's how the audio came about because the cop went there to mediate, and it's the audio from the cop is there when they're talking about. Okay. She's saying, and she's saying, what I got to show you will blow your fucking minds. She goes, I want to go live. I want lawyers. It'll blow your mind what I'm going to show you, what I'm going to tell you. Because she says we pulled them out, and we just wanted to run them through. When they told them people in Georgia to go home, they're done counting. A couple of them stayed. That's when you got those videos of them pulling the shit out from underneath of the fucking tables. And then yeah. they gave them awards at the White House, mocking again. Yeah. That night was weird, dude. That that election night was such a trip. I remember it because I was, uh, you know, it was an exciting one. It was it was like a controversial one from the beginning because of the whole Trump situation. And I was watching it the whole time, man. And it was like, sweet. Seems like, you know, he's getting reelected, whatever. And um you know, now I now I realize I really don't care about either, you know, whoever was to get elected, the same shit's going to happen. But I mean, it was just it was so weird, man. It was like surreal. Yeah, I mean, there's the video of like CNN when uh, they go, uh, this just in Georgia is going to stop counting until the morning. We've never. Yeah, that was, I mean, that's what I'm saying. It was a lot of weird shit just over and over. The first half of the night seemed normal. Well, and, and then, then they it just start, got weirder and weirder. Yeah, and then they started like taping, you know, uh, paper over the yep. windows. Yeah, and, it's, uh, it's this isn't an open democracy. If that's what you're gonna yeah, fucking pretend that it is, and they kicked out some, I forgot what the, what the people are, the the witnesses. Yeah, they kicked yeah. out some of the you know Republican yeah. ones and things like that. Like just all yeah, weird CCT videos, dude. It's like. They just forgot. It's they didn't give a shit about the CCP. No, they didn't care because it wasn't going to come out on in corporate media, yep. right? They they were guaranteed. Listen, we'll never put it on corporate media, and if they put it out, if it gets out through you know social media, fake news, you know, or we'll just ban the account, you know. Yep. And that's how that's how they're dealing with this shit now. And like you said, they're they're getting worse and worse. And you know, I I feel like you see it in Hollywood. You know, you see it in music, the the lack of originality, the lack of creativity these days. And I think it's kind of bled into politics, too. And they just don't care anymore. They're going to throw out shit and people are going to consume it. Yeah, man. And they fucking just shovel it in. Yep. Double fisting the whole time. I don't want you guys remember to the the fucking. uh like the, the videos of people like in like fake post office attire and then they're ripping up ballots, like fake ballots that they yeah. had. Yeah, they have those. So that's like a disinformation that like to. That shit was probably paid for by the 
the Democrats to do to put out there so that way it would get ran with so that then they could debunk it. Right? Yeah, like when absolutely. It to, when it comes to Douglas Mackey, right? I'm, I was it was just a couple of weeks ago when it fucking like hit me with the Douglas Mackey thing when oh yeah when I was watching a couple parts with him doing the Tucker interview and he's like I didn't even make the meme and yeah. Tucker, what <laughs> you didn't even you know his fucking dumb laugh he's like you didn't even make the meme he's like no because my question on the Douglas Mackey thing five and this just for anybody that's not aware th that is what meme um it's the meme where it says vote for Hillary dial text five five something right and it even says almost kind of at the bottom like you're retarded if you do this right? yeah but not it's like you can i mean anyways so my biggest question this whole time was like what did because supposedly like five thousand people text this number what did they get back because when you text a number you're going to get something back whether it says it's an inactive thing or uh sms can't be reached or this is not an sms number did you get a fucking text back that said thank you for voting for hillary right did you get a text back that was like a fetterman the joke's on you i had a stroke type thing i mean i don't know right that was my biggest question in, in douglas Mackey's case unprecedented if you go back to 2016 till now you can probably like a whole book of unprecedents right when it comes to this shit right so like douglas Mackey, unprecedented in court they in federal court microchip gets to testify as microchip to keep his identity hidden. Like even in the biggest like mob cases, they don't allow that shit. Right. Then microchip shows up without a mask on or anything to testify. It's fucking stupid. But mm -hmm. so then to find out Douglas Mackey didn't even make the fucking meme. Mm -hmm. Then it fucking hits me. It's like, I watched the clip of Hillary when she goes, the guy over in Boston, he, uh, you know, he took it too far with election interference with a meme, right? And it was like, oh, Hillary paid for the fucking Russian dossier. The, D the RNC is the one who created the fucking dossier, and then they sold it to Clinton, and Clinton put it out, right? She knew it was bullshit, and she put it out. And it was like, oh, shit. Her, her whole fucking campaign probably paid for that meme to be created. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Now they're putting Mackey. They wanted to give him 10 years in yep. prison. And, and they'll be able to and that said thanks for fucking thanks for sending your vote. And if you did, I guess you need to track that number. Who the fuck owned that number? Well, and now they'll be able to use it as precedent for 2024. Yeah. You know, and going it's the forward danger that we are in. We're in a like a, it's dangerous. Oh, dude, it sucks. That's why I I, 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 I told my brother I might shut it down. I, you know, I'm starting to like build pretty well. You know, I'm on AM wake up every morning and then I flip my show back on on freeworld.fm they fired up a new radio station over our internet radio station over there and then tnt.live i believe gonna do something with charlie robinson like once a month over there oh cool but then you know i'm i was talking to my brother the other day on the phone and a chill came over of like fuck man maybe now's the time to shut it down <laughs> you know i mean if they're literally in my backyard arresting someone for his rap lyrics i mean they're gonna come for me for my soundcloud right or your or your podcast or my podcast and you know and that's I, I clipped clipped on an old episode and it just happened to be on a spot where i'm like 
Justin Trudeau has a punchable face. I want to punch them. <laughs> and it's like, holy shit, that could, you know, he could send the Mounties from Canada or something. I don't know yeah. how they would do that. And and maybe they'd throw a Bentley across. I, I don't know how they would do that, but they would, you know, they could. It, Dude, I want to. That they can do it, right? They try, yeah. They're trying to push the Restrict Act through. Yeah. Which with the Restrict Act, you can face 10 years just for access, accessing RT with an IP blocker on. You know, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's part of the restrict. Yeah, I did an episode on it. And that's scary shit, man. Real yeah, and they're, they're like showing us that parts of that restrict act are already in play. Yeah, they're already in play. There's nothing you can do about it, basically. Yeah, you know, no, we're, about, we're, like, we're the internet's the internet's going to be so restricted soon, or at least, you know, policed, so to speak. Shit, and it's, What's his face? That uh, Elon went to Israel now. He got the uh, Hamas terror tour, where they took him. They show him like this copper playpen, I guess. Yeah. I don't know why they would put babies in this little prison of a, and then Hamas killed them in there or something. Supposedly, yeah. Come on. I don't know, dude. I apparently I can... when you go over there as press, you have to watch a fucking propaganda film of the attack from October seventh. Right. And supposedly Hamas is dancing on dead bodies or something on it. But everybody which, that goes over there, they have to watch this fucking video, dude. Which I guarantee you that is a Mossad production. You Where know, did they get the video. Like, it's all green know? screen shit, you know. I, I guarantee it because he said it on the spaces with Netanyahu yeah. yesterday or today. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, you know, I got the tour around where, you know, the festival and many people were murdered. And then I watched the film, which showed more of the people being murdered. And if you're going to, like, uh, celebrate the death of people, we need to kill people who kill citizens. He said. Yeah, we're going to kill Our citizens civilians. to civilians. do that, though. Yeah. Well, and dude, imagine. Like, dude, you're fucking talking. Like, what are you talking about? They just fucking, like, there's video of them blowing up a residential fucking building. And then almost Israeli dancing. Yeah. The other day. Like, yeah. and then the IDF pizza thing, you know, have you seen that? Yeah. Pizzagate is now like starting to have a resurgence, you know, with uh, that announcement last week by the DOJ, how they found that insane pedophile ring or uh, human trafficking. They're not saying pedophile, but come on. Let's yep. fuck it, really. And well, now uh, Pizzagate's starting to build back up because some dude, some coach got busted and in his reddit they were using pizza code and sending pizza pictures and shit like that and it's like and then the idf pops up with pizza idf yep and going into the war zone handing out pizzas which they're in tunnels showing you these like it's like just well the, dude you know nancy pelosi owns a big pizza place in san francisco did you know that pizza it's on connecticut ave and you know what ping pong pizza is on in uh washington i'm i guess connecticut the ave same street yep same. Yeah, dude. See, that's what's interesting. Like, you know, they make these things so obvious to anyone that's just objectively looking at it. But and then at the same time, it will be a fake story. Like, I don't even know what the fuck if Pizzagate was real or not. You know, they'll tell you that there was no basement in ping pong. Pizza ping pong. It multiple times, though. That's what's, what's that? fucked up. I did my episode Sunday. I break down uh, because I did a video. I'm starting to edit videos and shit. And I did a video of Pizzagate uh, 2023 right on YouTube right now. Uh, it might be hidden, but uh, 
so I took the video of the the guy from the DOJ announcing this because Dom LaCour, he fucking loaded, he tweeted out, remember when Pizzagate happened, they had that fucking secret spot on the website that you could click on. It would go to a fucking menu thing, and then you put in your fucking information. Well, this guy's explaining, like, the exact same thing, just updated, where you have to fucking do a survey, send an email, get a text, fucking, you know, like, dance around in a circle, pat your head and something, and then they Uber you a fucking kid or something, right? So I made a video going through that and then showing where now we're back to Pizzagate. Here is the Metro Weekly from April 16th, 2015 of James Alifantis talking about his time mm. on Dungeons, Dragons, and oh, fuck, I fucked that up. Dinners, drive-ins, and dashes. I fuck this up every time. Isn't what it is diners, that? drive-ins, and dives? Yeah. That, whatever. Is that it? I, yeah. Ferrari guy, right? I know my food shit, yeah. Well, he's doing an uh, interview with Metro Weekly, which is the LGBTQTXZ map fucking thing in dc right and you read it and it gets to a part where they're like what was the one thing uh, guy ferrari really couldn't believe and he starts telling him how he couldn't believe that we made all of our ingredients fresh and he's mm -hmm. like Cause i couldn't believe you could get ingredients in a can because i thought you know everything was made fresh i was like you can get this in a can oh my god that's crazy he goes but we can all of our tomatoes we can 10 tons of tomatoes every year, have like a harvest party and store them in the basement. Yeah. Now someone, someone goes, oh, well, that's bucks. Okay, next door. Like, for one, it's crazy. You have 10 tons of fucking tomatoes, and you, you store them next door, so you have to go over there and fucking, like, stock up, carry them up out of the fucking basement, go over to your fucking little... All First off, what does 10 tons of tomatoes look like? I don't think that's fitting in a fucking basement. Dude, that's in a fucking... In, in jars? Yeah, that's not going to fit in a fucking yeah. basement. Dude. Dude. And and all them buildings, it's like where I'm from in like Chicago, that that block, all those buildings are connected from top to bottom. Yep. You can see in Comet Ping Pong, there's a fucking bricked up doorway that goes into the Chevy Chase Museum. Right next door is Best of Pizza and then Bucks. You're telling me you fucking put your tomato sauce in Bucks camping and fishing which Sounds like a fucking, uh, you know, a, a sporting goods store. It's not. It's a fucking steak restaurant. But you store all your shit there, and then you carry it around. Bullshit. Because he would have fucking said, I think he would, that would have been said in the in the thing. Well, and, and what's crazy about it being at Bucks, what, what is it called in, you know, in the uh, boulet? It's buck breaking, right? Yeah, buck that's that's how they break these guys and yeah and then would, it makes me think of uh canteen boy i played that on my yeah. i'm gonna get sued by snl but uh it's for educational purposes so you can't sue me uh but yeah i played that because it's like bucks it's like a sporting thing but it reminds me of alec baldwin playing a pedo yep in the day and he really got into that fucking part really got into it. he played it was real it. meta yeah yeah dude Dude, I was thinking, Matt, when you were talking about like the Mossad production, it'd be what it'd be hilarious if that video actually had, you know, how big production companies at the beginning of films will say like, uh, you know, so so and so motion picture. That'd be hilarious if they actually straight up said in that video with the you know Hamas people dancing on dead bodies, if there was a like Hamas productions or or fucking Mossad productions on Mossad productions with three with some dancing Israelis. Well, dude, because I watched a fucking 
uh, it was the uh, the Pope's Exorcist, and it was made by a Jesuit production company, and it said as much right on the fucking introduction. Cool. Yep. And it's like, well, dude, it's funny you say that because uh, that's a great transition to this. There's, there's this new movie co- coming out called The Swift. And it's about uh, and it's more of what we've been talking about kind of along the way here about them kind of bringing in revelation and shit. And this is about the devil being on Earth. Neil McDonough is an actor that was blacklisted from Hollywood because of his faith in God. And he wouldn't do sex scenes to honor God and his wife. The actor's making a huge blockbuster comeback with the movie The Shift. And he's playing Satan. Now, I know what you're thinking. Why would an actor who has faith in God play Satan? Check out this exclusive interview where the actor explains why he's playing Satan in his comeback film. Check this out. When they first asked me, do you want to play the devil? I said, no. And then I thought about it. I said, well, who better to play him than someone who gives his whole being to God? I said, well, if if anyone should be playing it, it should be me. And I want to make sure that I suck the audience in to make everyone realize how tantalizing the devil is at times. That's what I'm playing. I'm playing a guy that really messes with those people who are struggling, who may be doing too well, who may think they have it all. Oh, you think you have it all? Or you think you're better than everything? Watch what I can do. And the other side of of the benefactor is you know, playing this character, it's, I want to make sure that by the end of this piece, like I said earlier, that you really despise me. I want the audience to, to really understand and hate the devil. And hopefully by doing so, will make people think, you know, maybe I should try a little bit harder to be a better husband, a better dad, better worker, better child of God, better brother to whomever. And, and, and that's kind of my goal with the character. Be sure to watch this film on December 1st. Tag somebody you want to go see it with and share it with everyone. I thought you were, I thought it was the Swift, like you said, and that would have been so much cooler. <laughs> the Taylor? Well, yeah, didn't you say Swift? I was like, fuck yeah. No, make it no I said the Shift. <laughs> oh, shit. But I'm just, I just got Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey in my brain, I guess. Yeah, dude, it, it looks crazy. And this dude plays the devil real well. I, I downloaded a bunch of clips that I'll put up on Instagram it's from interesting it. interesting how Angel Studios, like, the whole Sound of Freedom thing and all the tickets they sold, like, did they sell that many tickets? Or was it, like, did people really go see it? Or was it that pay-it-forward stuff? Yeah. Like, how many of the tickets were actually used? That's what I want to know. Yeah, right. a lot of tickets are sold because you drew people in, freaked people out, and then put up a fucking QR code to be able to pay it forward and buy tickets for people. Yep. You know, so like how many of those tickets are really used? It would probably be what would logically make sense in this upside down world is the movie was like fucking money or the, the ticket sales were money laundered and to go and fund child trafficking. Yeah, Tim Ballard now sense. has had to step down from everything, and he's being accused of sexual allegations and shit. And I was watching some of uh, the, what is it, uh, Union, or I was going to say Union Underground, I got, yeah, it's metal, yeah, this band that went and saved kids. No, it was uh, the 
now I can't think of what his uh, organization was, but they made it seem like this uh, Sounds of Freedom was like the first time like this was covered and shit. But there was some lengthy uh, documentary things already done on Tim Ballard. Like when they sit there and they say one of the main things in the United States is CPS, right? Child Protective Services is the main one of the biggest problems. And then they're in like a third world country. And they rescue, you know, 16 kids and they turn around and hand them to the third world country CPS. Yep. Like, I, I found mean, a really interesting be document on archive on the on the way back machine, as they call it. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, it's a I, I still have it. I can send it to either of you guys if you want it. But I did an episode on it and it's just a laundry list of child trafficking that the Vatican is responsible for. Yep. Yeah. Millions and millions and millions of kids where there's examples of like these different ways where they do it. They go into poor countries and tell people that, you know, it's, it's morally, uh, you know, inferior to raise a child by yourself as a woman. Yeah. You were raped. Don't have an abortion. Cause that's evil, but also don't raise your own kid. Let us have the kid and we'll find it a good home. Or they, and send, no one knows to, what... or they send them to Oprah's school. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. No one knows what really happens to these kids, man. Nope. So yeah. you're on, you're a hundred percent right with that. But dude, since you did that before we move too far away from that, I wanted to show you this thing I mentioned, because this is definitely, there's some symbolism here within this, this Pope's uh, exorcist thing that I mentioned, Russell Crowe. Okay. Oh, it's yeah. new. Okay. It's fairly new. It's, it's a well, decent it's movie. Right? Yeah. Decent movie. Um, First off, you know, the person that plays the Pope, his last name is narrow. Right. Okay. Like the fucking, that's pretty fucked up. Burn it all down. Yeah. Let's so see. then Loyola Productions, like Ignatius of Loyola, the uh, like founding member of the Jesuit. That's who made this. You go to Loyola Productions, their website here. Nice little Jesuit logo, the 12, uh, you yep. know, clock. And it says right here, dude, the 450 year old Jesuit tradition of effective dude. involvement in the oh, communication man. arts. I yep. should bring up the clip when Tim Ballard and the director of sounds of freedom were on Tim cast and the director starts talking and he said something that like, was like, wow. Cause he said, what did he say about how film is? Um, fuck. Now I got to find this. Clip. I, I, I have it. it. It'll be readily available. Let me grab it. Cause yeah, man, what check it out. What he said had me like, holy shit. I never thought of film like that. But it wasn't indoctrination machine or anything. like. It, 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 for some reason, I'm thinking of that. But now that you show me the 450-year tradition of the Jesuits and, you know, like, of what, of their propaganda arm, and now they have a fucking media arm. It's the art of communication. Right. 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 Yeah. Let's, let's call it what it is. Yeah. It, it is nuts though, that, uh, you know, the, the part that I had highlighted there after that was the, uh, you know, they, they, the, the whole purpose of creating this Loyola productions was to have a go-to production company to get out Jesuit messaging. Yep. Like it's exactly what you're saying, the propaganda arm, but it's wild, man. People don't realize the Jesuits have been kicked out. Like I've gotten comments on my shit. Jesuits aren't that bad, all this stuff. And it's like, dude, They've been kicked out of everywhere when people yep. find out that, you know, like literally it's like, a, I think it's like four or 500 different times that they've been kicked out of like countries or villages. Obviously there's not four or 500 countries, but 
throughout time, there's, you know, several places that kick these people out, man. And they fucking kill these people when they find out that there's Jesuits in their village or whatever. It's it. They're like a cancer to society. Yeah, in Japan, um, they used to string them in the streets. The Jesuits? Yep. Hmm. Yeah, man. It's it, it's nuts. But yeah, dude, I mean, that's a good movie if anyone's interested in like shit like that. It, it actually reminds me a lot of the uh, Solvay Castle, um, the Mothers of Darkness Castle that uh, I talked about with Operation Red Pill. And yeah. actually did a couple episodes on that fucking weird castle because I'm obsessed with fluoride. And this is like the family behind fluoride. So <laughs> Okay. It's weird. Nice. All right. Is well, fluoride is an I, industrial uh, waste, right? Yeah. It was exactly. so It was both. Okay. What all right. Know? So the moment you've all been waiting for, here it is. Nothing these days goes to waste. Splooge. Because who doesn't love a jizzy splooge hanging around their neck? At least this one's clean and you don't have to wash it away. A client sent in their semen sample. They wanted a medium-sized splooge, respectable. We turned their liquid sample into powder. I incorporated it into the clay. I sculpted out the splooge. Also, for the foreseeable future, all jizzy orders are going to be getting these cute little cummy bears. Because seriously, it's a cummy bear. I wanted to make sure that we got a nice thick gooey um glossy coat on there so that way it has this nice wet look to it but yeah a splooge jizzy necklace made out of semen along with a little cummy bear keychain just a little Mm. gift and a freebie i hope you love them yeah mom i got you a cummy bear necklace Dude, nothing says i love you like a cummy bear necklace imagine that dude like have you guys seen the show and I know that we're, we're, you know, we're talking about distractions and all these things. I actually believe that most people need distractions. Probably 99% of people need distractions. Uh, I will lump myself in there, too. Um, th- it's a show called Snake Oil. Have you guys seen that? Either of you guys? I've heard of it. I haven't seen it. Phenomenal show. Try and sell, like, fake stuff, right? Yeah. Or you have to guess the fake one. Yeah, like, let's say, like, uh, you know, rant cast right here you're the you're the 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 contestant i'm coming on i have a fake product matt has a real product and we're both pitching it to you and you have to decide what's the real product and invest fake money into it right and then at the end then you know they got like celebrities helping the fucking dumb idiots that are trying to guess these products but there's like there's suitcases made out of like taxidermy deer and they have the head on it and shit and these are real products dude there's some wild, yeah, wild, wild, weird products out like there. There's a toilet seat with a cup holder in it for when you're sick. You can throw up while also having your Gatorade or your water right there. Hold the counter. Oh, I thought you were supposed to throw up in the cup or something. <laughs> no, <laughs> Damn, I mean, it's just going to be too small. It's on Hulu. If you guys have Hulu, I really recommend it. David Spade hosts it. It's funny as fuck. It's great. Um, it's just one of those dumb things to zone out to. But the, the Cummy Bears... What's her company name? It's not Cummy Bear, right? I no, I don't know what it is. I actually, well, I checked her website to make sure it wasn't like a spoof or anything, and it's real because she'll make necklaces out of like ashes and any any. That was one. You get a cummy ash. Yeah. <laughs> Can I mix my grandpa's ashes with my cum? Yeah. And give oh, it to my... now now we're talking. Oh, speaking of which, you want another? Well, you might not want to watch this, but somebody I came across this TikTok video about this show called Naked Attraction on Max. And what it is, it's like a dating game, but all of the contestants are naked 
in these tubes, like they're just standing in a tube naked and there's like a screen that goes down to the ground. And the first round they lifted up to their waist. So all you can see is their genitals and you have to like judge them based on their genitals. Right. Then it lifts up to their face and then you have to judge them by their face. And then they talk and you just, and they, it's like a dating game based on this dude. I watched about um, two minutes and I wanted to throw up. It is not the, and it's all like, you know, at first it, I got sold that it was all old people. And I'm like, how the fuck do they have <laughs> six seasons worth of old people doing this? And it's a, it's not. It's a mixture of young people. But it's all people you do not want to see naked. Right. Like, just think of the people you don't want to see naked. And those are the people that are naked. It's like the people that go to the nude beaches for the most part. You know, they're the ones that should yeah. not be at the nude beach. Well, they have to go to a nude beach or a naked dating show because they can't get the job done in normal society. Yes. Speaking of yeah. beach, did you see that lady who uh, got busted with her bullet vibrator on the beach? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, see that? Like, she hands-free orgasm. Penises don't do that. Yeah. Uh, women women want to have penises and, you know. It doesn't oh, matter. man. Well, on that note, I think we're going to wrap it. Nothing better yeah, I than... I had that, that clip real quick of... Oh, uh, yeah. You want to play dude? it? Uh, I think this is the clip. Does this play? Sound? Oh, yeah, it should play. Yeah. Don't forget to click Just your share sound. sound. I, I always do that. that. Which screen am I on? Okay, yeah, that's the right one. Yep. Yeah, of course. That was the whole goal. We want everyone to watch this movie. Um, the integrity and the purity of the film is 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 right there, so everyone can see it and it, it can be digestible. You know, the first part of the movie is the problem. The second part of the movie is the solution and the hope, because we want people to live with hope. Yes, tears, because. This is real, but with hope. Okay, I I, I want to do something. I, I want to join the army. I will do something. And I and I, again, as I said before, I hope they will ask themselves, what can I do? Well, the first thing they need to do is just tell everyone what you saw in the movie. Tell more people to go and see the movie because if the movie continues with this success, then the media, secular media, mainstream media, everybody is obligated to talk about the success of the film. More important about the topic of the film and then millions of people will hear about this and then there's no more excuses of oh i didn't know now you know what are you going to do about it do you think that parents should bring their kids if they're 13 and up or is that just like a parent by parent I, well I that's a, that promise to god one day and i made a promise to my mother and to my so i was trying to show the one where he god i can't remember what he calls the uh film it's not, it's the way he, the term he uses is like, holy shit. Like when you put it that way, it's like, oh my God. Well, and even right there, he talked about using it as a mil, you know, jo- go join the military, like a military yeah. recruitment tool. It's like, what? I wish I knew which one it was. For some reason, I don't have it. Uh, well, dude, and like, I notice weird shit like this in clips that it may be, maybe I'm overlooking, like I'm, I'm looking into it too deep or whatever. Why the fuck is this dude wearing a tie and it's undone? Is he trying because to act they, like yeah, he's just a normal guy? It's like, why not just wear a t-shirt? Like they're going, they're taking the extra step to make this seem like he's just a normal dude that you want to go have a beer with, right? Like that's yeah. the whole thing with these. And guys. like I busted out that Tim Ballard, you know, because like on Tim Cast, he tells the story about how his wife said one phrase, you know, but we cut it out of the movie. You know, it was so impactful. We had to cut it out of the movie because you know, I felt like less of a man because she, so she's so tough. And then when he tells it a different time, it's like when he tells it on Tim cast, he makes it sound like he's at home with his wife. 
And then every time Elsie's telling the story, he it's he was on the phone with her. He was actually somewhere else, you know. And is that that dude that has like really elaborate stories all the time, and they just yeah, don't make sense? Very excited about uh, this. You have guy. a picture of him. What did you say his name was? Tim, the Tim Ballard guy. The the, the guy okay. I just wanted to see if I'm thinking of the right guy because I never believe a fucking word. Yeah, I never believe a word this dude says. Yeah, he's yeah, a, dude. He's I have all these yes. clips to him where he just like he gets so excited talking about this stuff it's fucking weird yeah know? i don't believe a word that dude says oh lies and exaggerations like tim cast during this interview tim cast just fawning over him he's like you know i couldn't believe it was real you know the the writing i thought it was just great writing and then the directors well you know we had to take liberty with this part and this part you know he'd let uh tim Pool just fawn over you know this scene and how amazing it was i can't believe the writing and then tim ballard would be like well you know we had to do this and that and it would you could kind of see in tim pool it would kind of crush his little fantasy but then he would just shift into something you know well you know you have to do that stuff you know it's of course there's some embellishments you know because you got to tell a story but yeah, i remember when i used to like those all those different shows tim pool freaking turning point candace owens i used to like all those guys and i'm like fuck all these Tim people Poole has man. a band yeah you know, candace owens was a left-wing fucking nut job before she uh got paid to yeah Tim, you know he has that band and i guess the drummer is pete parada from the offspring the one that they kicked out of the offspring oh jesus because we had him on the show right and uh he's like it's funny because fork face made a funny video of Tim Pool's band and Tim singing like a completely out of tune and singing about retarded stuff. And it's just funny to find out we're interviewing Pete Parada and he he's the fucking drummer in the video. That's nuts. <laughs> like that's what? so funny. You're in a band with Tim Pool? Like Yeah. Yeah. That's that's wild. But, well, gentlemen, I gotta run. I gotta hop to another call before we get out of here. Uh Chris, let everybody know where they can find you, man. Uh, anything of mine is at raindoutrantcast.com. And then uh, every morning, Monday through Thursday from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Central, I'm on AM Wake Up with Steve there. Poikinen. Oh, shit. I might have pronounced his last name wrong. <laughs> we but, know what uh, you're talking about. You, uh, Yeah, yeah. You can catch me there on Rumble. Uh, it's out on Rockfin. I pissed Rockfin off again today. So nice. Well, Gotta quit doing that. They find yeah, the one of the main dudes commented on one of my posts and Jay Dyer blocked me and so I probably pissed everybody off again. Hey, wait, how are they how are they gonna get mad at you if it's a bastion of free speech? Yeah, dude. That's that's the, crazy. I poked at them for years and years and now I'm on rockfin but i'm not on rockfin right because i co-host am wake up which is like next to jason Vermis. it's the biggest morning thing on rockfin and uh so i don't know what's gonna happen now with jamie i think his name is or jesse or whatever because he don't follow me and i don't follow him but he's commenting on my comments about rockfin and i didn't even tag rockfin in it Interesting. Someone seen it. Senate. Yeah, someone let him know, and he went out of his way to comment. Which it's it was a little miscommunication on that thing, but still, I I still I'm not a big fan of Rockfin. 
it's not right. a secret, you know. But yeah, you can catch me on AM Wake Up over there if you, you know, uh, in the mornings. We usually like tomorrow's T Lab Tuesday where we got Ryan Christian from uh, T Lab coming on. He comes on every Tuesday. Every Wednesday we got T Snyder comes on for Revelation Revolution Wednesdays, and then Thursdays we usually have uh, Texas Slim on from Beef Initiative to talk about like foods and stuff uh, and getting to know your local ranchers and helping hook up like local producers of meat and stuff like that. Cool. Sounds cool, man. Yeah. So definitely check it. Go out. check out. Thank you, man. I appreciate you joining us, Chris. Thank you. Yeah. It was fun. Right. What do you got going? Yeah, same old stuff, man. Sorry, I didn't really bring my A game tonight. I'm usually a lot more chatty and probably interrupting people a lot more. But, um, you know, just not feeling 100%, lazy, all the shit. You <laughs> talked about it with, uh, it, seem, it seems like maybe maybe the food has something to do with it. I don't know, though, because it was all, like, good homemade food. We didn't get, like, all kind of, like, you know, we didn't do the Thanksgiving, like, super crazy carb shit. Uh, a lot of meat, a lot of, you know, healthy-seeming stuff, but... um. Yeah, man, just just trying to get back into the grind, trying to get excited about podcasting again. It was kind of gay for a little while, right? It was really, <laughs> really whack for a little while. I didn't do my um, show for three months. Yeah, I mean, I've, I haven't really, I've cut back a little bit, but like going from like four shows, I was doing like four episodes a week. And then now I'm doing like one a week and I'm mostly doing cunt, you know, the new show. Um, we've got some guests lined up and stuff like that. Actually, Chris, I wanted to have you on, dude. Um to talk more about the uh, Pogo and Zephyr shit. Yeah. If you're down, we can do that if you want. Um, yeah, I made a couple videos and stuff to go along with that stuff. Yeah, I just think that, you know, talking about that kind of stuff is fun. And and it's, uh you know, I'm trying to go about it more intelligently now. I'm not trying to go too crazy because there is, uh, you know, there's a there's a there's reason to not just go balls to the wall. Right. Like you can do this smart. And instead of just being like, you know, threatening people and shit like I was in the past. Um, but yeah, man, just trying to have fun and, and uh, be smart about it. And I'm trying to focus more on honestly, like making products that are fun for people. Like I said, the the kind of pairing up with uh, Paranoid American, got the soap thing that's alive and well, just fucking waiting on our second order. It's taking a lot longer than it should have. Um, two new scents coming out that are going to be dope. People are going to like those. Nice. And um, yeah, man, we got the black cube and messy Nessie. Those are going to be the two new scents, messy Nessie. Um, but yeah, just having fun, man. What about you, Matt? What are you doing? Uh, nothing. I'm getting ready to slow it down a little bit for the end of the year. Uh, going to take a little time, like the last week of the year off and just do nothing. So I got one or two more things I want to do before the end of the year, but, but, but a, nothing major. I'm just worried. I got a, we got a couple good shows. We got, uh, Next Monday at Masturbators, we're going to do some uh, timeline talk, which will be fun. And then we got a couple good shows lined up to end the year, and we'll get that rolling. So looking forward to it, man. It's a, it's a crazy time of the year with Christmas and everything coming up and just buckling up for 2024. Can't wait. It's so, going to be a bloodletting. Oh, it's going to be great. There's going to be never-ending content for 2024. It's going to be a beautiful thing. Yeah. So... All right, gentlemen, with that, I got to get out of here. Stay strong. Question everything. Later, guys.